There was once a Yid in Poland, in a shtetl, his name was Mayor. Every day, on the way coming back from base Medrash, where he would daven and he would learn some Torah, he would stop by the marketplace and try to do some business. He would go by the farmers, he would get from them chickens, eggs, fruits, vegetables, all these different things the farmers had, and they brought it. Who wants to buy it? So he bought a bunch of stuff. Let me buy from you, let's say, 10 chickens, or 30 eggs, or 50 cucumbers. So he's not going to eat 50 cucumbers. What does he do? He brought it all to his house, and then attached to his house, he had like a little store. So let's say he bought the 50 cucumbers for, let's say, 50 coins. So now, if someone came to him and wanted to buy a cucumber, so I'll give the cucumber to you for one and a half coins. So I'm making a little bit of money. I went to the market, schlepped it here. Okay. Everyone knew that Mayer, that Mayer was very honest. He always said the truth. Until people called him Honest Mayer. How did you get the name? Because let's say he went to the marketplace and he wanted to buy a cucumber. So other people, they would make kunsim, they would make tricks. And they would say, a cucumber? You want to buy a delicious cucumber? I'll give this delicious cucumber to you for, for 10 coins. Which was a crazy price, doesn't make sense. So then the person trying to buy it was saying, nah, 10 coins, I'll give to you uh, the tiniest little, little, little half a coin. Which also did make sense. Nah, my cucumber, 5 coins. Two and a half small pennies. Nah, four coins, five pennies. They would argue, 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 until they try to trick each other. Pay more, pay less. Mayor wouldn't argue with people trying to make a high price, a low price, a this price. He would say, nope, I would pay one coin. That's it. And they try to argue, no, that's it. I'm sorry, I'm not arguing. And then people realize that Mayor said it always would say a good price. A cucumber, one coin. Okay, a chicken, I'll give you five coins for this. Eh, 50 coins. Five coins, that's it. Not arguing. And they always saw that Mayor, he wouldn't argue with people, but he always said a price that was, that was good, that was right. He wouldn't make lies. He would say a price that's fair. So people started calling him Honest Mayor, and a lot of people would want to go to Mayor to buy and sell things because he would always say the truth. He wouldn't say fake prices don't make sense, and he would be nice. Okay, so Mayor, with this business he made, he couldn't really make that much money. He's buying a few things, selling it for a little bit more, not for so much more, but he was happy with what he did, and he spent his extra time to learn, Taira, but something really, really bothered him. Is that, you know, I'm going to the market every single day. <coughs> I'm learning Taita at night time. But I really want to learn more Taita. So, because I'm going to the market, is I'm losing so much time from learning. I wish I could learn Taita more. said, so, you know what? I'm going to the market now every single day of the week. I'm going on, on Zuntik and Montik, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, right? You know what I'll do? Maybe I'm going to go to the market, buy and sell things, only 
three days a week instead of six. And the other days, I'll stay in the shul and I'll learn Torah. I'll learn Torah all day. So, imagine if let's say every day he would buy, let's say, a hundred things and sell a hundred things and make, let's say, fifty coins. So if he works only half the days of the week, so you think maybe he's going to lose money. And his wife was worried. Are we going to lose money? Are we going to be poor? But Mayer told his wife, listen, Hashem gives us parnasa, right? Yeah. So he can't give it to us in three days instead of six days of working? He could do it. So, okay, let's see what happens. And so even though Mayer only worked half the days of the week, as before but something very special they had exact same amount of money as before imagine let's say in one day you'd have 20 customers when he worked every day so now when he worked half the day so maybe he had 40 cu- maybe he had double the customers and everyone paid him the money quicker so even though he worked less days he had the same amount of money and Mayor was happy because now I get to spend more time learning Toyota okay time went on a few years and uh, Mayor's wife came over to him. Um, Mayor, yeah. Um, Mayor, you know, we need to thank Hashem for giving us everything we have. But you know, Mayor, we have a very wonderful daughter. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, she's getting older. Yeah. Um. You know she has to get married soon? Yeah, of course. You know when you get married, uh, you need a... It costs a lot of money? For the music, for the dress, for the food, to get a house. Things cost a lot of money? Yeah, and therefore... Um, how are we going to get the money to get for a chasna? How are we going to get the money? What do you mean? Hashem will give it to us. Wait. Hashem will give us the money, so what's the big deal? But, Mayor, my dear husband, you know, we're not supposed to wait for miracles to happen. So what do you want? Um, you know how now you're doing business three days a week? And you used to do six? So maybe you can go, um, instead of three days, four or five and try to make some more money? Oh, come on. Listen. If when I worked six days, I made this amount of money. And I worked half the days, I made the same amount. Why? Because I spent more time with Hashem. And Hashem gave me the money. And Hashem's my partner. Hashem's helping me out. So tell me. If I want to make more money, so I should spend less time with Hashem, less time learning Torah? Doesn't make sense. Come on. If you want more money, you need to do more mitzvahs. And learn more Torah. That's how Hashem will give me more. Right? So she said, I, I guess I guess you're right. I just hope I just hope that Hashem sends us the money very soon. Okay. One day when someone came into the marketplace and he brought a beehive. Yeah. Like we ever had honey, like apple and honey, sweet honey? So the honey it comes from bees. Hashem made bees have a special koyach. They go to the flowers and they make honey, a whole thing. And they bring it to their house and they, they make honey there. So someone brought a beehive. They brought 
the the bees made their house inside a big like piece of wood, like a big empty piece of wood in a tree. So he had this big heavy piece of wood. It looks like there's a lot of honey inside. And people say, wow, this looks so good, a lot of honey. We could sell it. It looks delicious. How much do you want how much money do you want for this? And the the person selling it said, No, 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 no. I don't want to sell it to anyone. I only want to sell it to honest mayor. Please, I'll pay you coins, this, 10 coins, 20 coins, 30. Nope, only to Honest Mayor. But Honest Mayor is not here. Where is he? He's in Shul, he's learning Taita. But, uh, so finally someone said, okay, I'll show you where Honest Mayor's house is. Come. And he showed him where's his house. Mayor wasn't home. Mayor was learning Taita. So his wife saw this big thing of wood with all this honey and said, wow, we can make a lot of money off this. You know what? Wait a minute. She went to go get her husband and said, my, my dear husband, um, maybe you could take a break for a few minutes just, just to take, care, take a look at this beehive. There's a lot of honey in it. Well, then you could go back to learn Taita. Says, okay. Mayor came. He looked at this big piece of wood with his honey coming out, spilling out of it. And he said, hmm, let me see. Let me take my measuring tape. How big is this? How high is it? How heavy it is, wow, hmm, you know, looking how heavy it is, there must be a lot of honey inside, so let me figure out how much money it's worth. So thinking and writing down, I said, you know what, I think I probably should pay you, let's say maybe 40 coins, uh, bigger coins, and this guy who heard that was so excited, other people offered him 10 coins, 15 coins, maybe 20. Mayor said, I think it's worth 40. I'll pay you 40. Because Mayor's always going to be very honest. He said, it's worth 40. I'll pay you 40. I'm not going to pay you less. So he told the guy, this is how much I want to think it's worth. But I don't have that much money. So his wife saw and said, um, you know what? We'll borrow the money. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll go borrow the money. Knock on the neighbor's doors. Um, can I please borrow some money, five coins? I'll pay you back soon, which need some business. Okay. Went running around. And while they were... While the wife went outside, knocking people's doors, can I borrow a few coins? I'll pay you back maybe tomorrow, which need to do some business. So Mayor asked this person, you know, you're probably hungry and thirsty carrying around this heavy thing of wood. Come, take some... Take some bread, take some tea. So this man drank the tea, took some bread, and said, you know, I'm so happy I met you, Mr. Mayor. And Mayor told him everything that happens is Ashkar Pratis. But tell me, where did you get this beehive from? Well, and I do the guy's voice, imagine. Well, it was actually kind of strange. I went chopping wood with my axe, and um, I went a little deep in the forest, and I... I, I, I actually was on, on the horse and wagon and I fell asleep. When I woke up, I saw my horse went by itself to the, uh, this, this tree. There was, it was not even a whole tree, it was like half a tree. And there's a bunch of bees all around this tree. So I realized there must be honey inside. That's why all the bees are there. So I looked up. And 
I saw the bees and I know what to do. I'm an expert at taking care of bees. I took a long stick and I stuck it, I put it inside and I took out the queen bee, the mommy bee. And I put it far away. And then all the bees, they went to go follow the mommy. Okay, all the bees left. And now I needed to take out this this big thing of uh, this big beehive. So what I do, I took my saw, my my I think I chop wood with, and I, I it, it took me a long time to chop out this huge heavy thing of wood, and I brought it home. That's how I got it. See, his he fell asleep, and the horse went there by himself. Yeah, everything that's got practice, right? So the wife came back a few minutes later with the money, and Mary counted it. Said, "Here, here's the money," and <laughs> the guy's all happy. He took it and he left. So Mayor went back to learn Torah, and and his wife started to collect, take the honey outside of this wood, and and to put it in jars. She took some pots and jars and a big spoon. She's pulling it out, and she's pulling and pulling until she's pulling out some honey. And then all of a sudden, she pulled out the spoon, and the spoon was empty. Oh no! She ran to her husband and said, Come quick! Look what we got! The top of this big thing of wood is full of honey, but then after a bunch of spoons, there's a bunch of empty space. They thought the whole thing was full of honey, and now the, the beehive, the, the inside, the big thing of wood, is very empty and it's missing. There's a lot of, and there's, there's no honey there. So they paid so much money, <coughs> and now it's empty. It's only a little bit of honey. And they borrowed money. They borrowed so many coins to, to, to buy this, and now they only have a little bit of honey. They can't sell for 40 coins, maybe 10 coins. And now they also, what do they do now? So the mayor also got very upset. He went like a little white. So he said, you know what? Um... Well, we have some honey, we have a piece of wood, um, you know what, take your longest spoon and put it all the way in the bottom, maybe there's some more honey in the bottom. So his wife was kind of upset, we lost so much money, she took the longest spoon, she dipped it all the way down, and she pulled it up, she saw something shiny, and she went, and she like started to fall over and they had to make sure she shouldn't fall and collapse on the floor with shiny things in that spoon it was a piece of gold and diamonds so mayor took out the rest and put it on the table they had a huge pile of gold and diamonds inside this piece of wood so his wife said you know I know I heard bees made honey I was actually I think I heard my Phillips' Kita saying about how Rosh Hashanah, the bees, they cut them from the flowers, they make honey. You know, remember hearing from my Phillips? So I think Mary's wife also heard, was listening through the window, how the bees make honey. I didn't know bees make diamonds. I never taught that in, when I was in the Cheder. My, my mother never taught me bees make, make diamonds. Where, where, where did it come from? Did Hashem make them at a miracle come out of nowhere just for us? 
Well, that could be, Mary said. Maybe Hashem made a miracle. But maybe something else happened. It could be that there was robbers and they had things that they stole. So they hid it inside this piece of wood. Maybe they had to run away. And Hashem made a shkacha pratis that this guy, he fell asleep. His horse went right to that tree. And then he brought it to us. And what do we have now? A whole treasure. So you're asking, how are we going to have money to pay off for our daughter's chasna? Well, Hashem just sent it to us. You see? So it's good to do more myths and trust in Hashem? Of course! Baruch Hashem!